Welcome, everyone. My name is David Greenwald with Leanness Lifestyle University. Today, I have a very special guest on the phone, another success story. Her name is Rachel Carpenter. She's from Missouri, and I want to welcome Rachel to the call. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks, Coach. So would you just kind of take a little bit and introduce yourself to everyone? Who are you? What do you do? How old are you? How tall are you? Give us a little background on you so that the listeners can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Um, I am a mother of two, and I, we actually homeschool our two kids, and I do some graphic design, book cover stuff on the side. Um, I turn 40 next month, and I am five foot nine. Okay. Very good. Now, what's your history like with weight? Um, what's your And if you have a background in fitness, what's that, if any? And, and prior to Lena's Lifestyle, how long had you been in battling uh, weight? Oh, my gosh. My whole life. Uh, my whole adult life, I should say. Uh, in high school, I played sports, but that's kind of the extent of my fitness <laughs> background, mm-hmm. I would say. Um I Well, I started college and gained not the freshman 15, but more like the freshman 30, and then it just went from there. I remember I came home at Christmas, and my family was like, wow, you've put on some weight. I'm like, yeah, it's all the – I was a vegetarian. I'm like, I started eating turkey, and, you know, they laughed. Yeah, turkey's doing it. All right, whatever. But it just <laughs> kind of went from there. Um, then, let's see. After college, we're getting married, and uh, I went to the final fitting for my dress, and the seamstress was all up in arms because she said if I didn't start losing a couple pounds, then this dress wasn't going to fit in six weeks. So I took a, started running or jogging or whatever at that point and tried to fit into the dress. And, you know, I only needed to lose about five pounds, so that wasn't a big deal. Um, and I was capable of doing that but of course then it came back on and I've just been battling it seems like back and forth ever since I turned 18. Okay when when you you know left high school and went to college what, what do you think you weighed and and what's been your highest and when was that? Um, I think when I graduated high school I was probably around 145, 150 and my highest weight uh, was 222. Okay, 222. And, yeah. and when was that? That was um, about a year before I started LLU, so probably 2012. Okay. Um, had you been battling prior to, you know, Lean Lifestyle? I mean, being uh, young, I'm going to call you young. Uh, Thanks. Had you been, yeah. <laughs> had you been battling any health or medical or physical or, and if not, um, what what challenges you know were you facing emotionally, or what what were you dealing with that you you finally grew tired of? Um, let's see. So in 2012, I was at my highest weight, uh, like I just said, and um, I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day and drinking a giant bottle of rum a week and on antidepressants, and my blood pressure was starting to rise and i was just miserable just awful okay Mm-hmm. and so what what did you do back then what did you do in 2012 um in two in may of 2012 i decided i was done smoking that was going to be the end of it um i had tried you know many times in the past back and forth um 
but this time I I meant it and I was going to be done. So I quit smoking and um, some friends convinced me. Well, originally, friends convinced me that I should run this half marathon. This is kind of crazy, right? 220-something pounds and smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Yeah, you could totally do a half marathon. <laughs> so a bottle of wine later, I'm like, all right, I'll do it. So I sign up to do it, and um, the next day I start to go out to train because, you know, I'm not exercising at all. The most exercise I had was getting to the mailbox and back, and um, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't run for more than 30 seconds. I couldn't breathe. I just felt terrible. So then I decided, all right, I got to quit smoking. So I quit smoking. And um, after a year, I gave myself a year. Um, so in May of 2013, I was like, okay, now it's time to drop the weight. And I had, it had taken me a year, but I had lost about 15 pounds on my own, which in a year is not really very much, right? Um, okay. Mm -hmm. And I knew I still had a long ways to go. So that's when I found LLU and signed up for the next class. So yeah, so you signed up for the July 2013 class. Correct. Okay, and you were probably coming in at uh, 205 to 207-ish. Yes. Something like that. Yep. I believe okay. it was 204 exactly. Okay. When I signed up for 101. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as far as the friends in the in the half marathon, what are friends for, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually um, good friends, though, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Come on, lady, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So now, in that year, I, I might have missed it, and I apologize if I did. In that May of 2012 to May of 2013, you had said that there was just no way. You just couldn't run. So I'm assuming you didn't run the half. Um, actually, that's an interesting story. So I'm signed up to run this half in June, and l I'm on probably like three days before I'm ready to go and because uh, I was up in Chicago, so I was going to have to drive up there. I'm ready to go, and I get this lesion on my leg that I don't know what the heck's going on. Ends up it's MRSA, and so the doctor's mm -hmm. like, you're not running anywhere, honey. So we took care of that, um, and no, I didn't run it. And then in, I found another one in September that I did in Columbia, so in September of 2013, that was my, not 2013, 2012, that was my first race. And my I gosh. wasn't last, but I think there were only a handful of people behind me. <laughs> I finished so it, it, but I walked most of it. Wow. So you, you, you got prompted in May of 2012 at 222 pounds to run a half by your friends. Yes. You agreed, and in, you were going to run Chicago in June. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And not so that's like crazy. with no prep at all. No, none at all. No. Oh my gosh. And then so then you did end up uh doing the the half in September of 12. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What what was that experience like? Um, I mean, I know you said you didn't come in last, but it, it was a double-edged sword. It was misery and, you know, a sense of accomplishment. Mhm. Mm um Really, I just did it because I knew that I needed something to keep me from smoking. Mm -hmm. And I, I wasn't sure what that was going to be, but running seemed like as good as anything. Because I could still do the elliptical and not really notice. But when I went out to run, I really could not breathe. I mean, I remember 
my I, my husband runs, so he would go running with me. And there was one time we were out, and I was I needed to stop, and and uh, he wouldn't leave. I'm like, just go, go finish the run. Don't worry about me. And he would not leave. And it wasn't until maybe last year that he was like, I wasn't leaving. You sounded like you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I you know I got to hand it to you. You know that that, that speaks of you know, what we've seen in your commitment and perseverance in, since you started with LLU, the fact that here you are, you know, 220 pounds and you just quit smoking just a few months before and you went ahead and, you know, did 13.1 miles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that, I mean, like I, I totally get the double edge of that, how, how cool it is. And, and, um, and, and good for you for, for using that as a, as a motivator to, uh, you know, keep you going and, and help support the, uh, your focus on stopping the smoking. So, uh, just just so we have it, you know, down in the interview, when you were two twenty, you know, what size dress or pants or whatever were you wearing? Now? I was squeezing myself into sixteens, so probably eighteen or twenty. Okay. <laughs> I um, should not have been in the sixteens. Yeah, yeah, no, I I think it, we all get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, during your transformation. Um, and I'm going to get to, you know, where you are now and all that good stuff. But, you know, during your transformation, you know, and say for the past year, were there were there any challenges that you had to overcome or what were the biggest hurdles or uh, roadblocks of sorts that you had to work around or get through or, or saboteurs, if any, um, that you that you had to work through? Some of the challenges, um, since I homeschooled the kids, I needed to be home and ready to go by the time they woke up in the morning, um, which, you know, I guess that's typical for most stay-at-home moms with kids. But uh, so I had to get in my exercise early. So I'd be waking up sometimes around 5 just to get to the gym and get stuff in and home before Mm -hmm. they got up. I think, honestly, part of my success is that I really didn't try and think of those challenges as challenges. They were just things that I needed to get done. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's hard for me, I think, to look back and see them as challenges or or see that I'm any different than anybody else. Of course, every stay-at-home mom has to deal with being a wife and being a a mother and having the time to do all of those things. So I just... I don't see that as any different from anyone else. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. And I, you know, and and I don't disagree at all. I agree with you that I think for you, everybody's different, but for you, I think part of, part of the reason you've been so successful is you just, you took them, you took them a little bit more at face value rather than monumental things that you had to, you know, very dramatically work through with a lot of drama and anything (laughs) else. You, You just more faced them and said, look, yeah, I've got, I've got obligations and I've got things that I've got to do and I've got time commitments and, and that, and you know, I've got to do the things that I've got to do uh, with regard to, you know, my weight and fitness and health too. Yes, exactly. I just couldn't, I couldn't be that miserable anymore. And I was willing to do whatever I had to do to get past that. It just was not fair to me. It was not fair to my family. Uh, I was, drinking and smoking myself into a, a just death honestly and it mm-hmm. just was not it was not good 
Mm-hmm. All uh, right, you know, so... part of the challenge, I think, for me was realizing that I'm a, a, I feel like I'm an intelligent woman, and how could I not – how could I get that big? Like, if you're really that smart, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, mm-hmm. You know what it takes. It's stop eating as much and start burning more calories. And, you know, you know that your whole life. And you you kind of have – I kind of had to let go of that and recognize that, you know, maybe I wasn't exactly knowledgeable of what needed to happen. And I was just going to do whatever it was that I was – learning from you and then you know we'll see what happens right well you know this is a little bit out of order you know for the flow of of our interview but just so i i don't forget it one of the things that that popped into my head as you were saying what you were saying is you know like you said just a minute ago you were like if i'm so smart and i know that i've got to eat less and i've got to move more why am i not eating less and moving more and one of the things that stands out to me and it, it really was a standout to me on uh one of our uh, graduation calls, or I should say on our graduation call at the end of the most recent course that you graduated, you spoke um, on that call briefly, and you said, who would have thought that gratitude <laughs> would have been a part of you know, a weight loss program or a transformation? And then you said, but it is. Absolutely, 100%. And, and that's where, you know, that's you know, just one of the emotional fitness components that we focus on that uh, among many others that I think really surprise students when they come in, when they go, I am smart. I, I'm supposed to eat less and exercise more, you know, the five word diet, eat less and <laughs> exercise more. And that's supposed to solve it. But the reality or, you know, is there anything you'd say in addition to that, to the reality of eat less and exercise more for the people who are like, look, it's this isn't rocket science. It's just eat less and exercise more. Well, one thing is um, we're not taught what that exactly means. You know, like uh, it wasn't until I took your class that we're taught what does eat less even mean? Like eat yes. less of what? Right. Um, exercise more how? Those things are not taught to us. We're just supposed to figure that out, or we're supposed to listen to some of the um, stuff that they throw at you in the media about, you know, just everything in moderation and those things that are not helpful in actually losing weight. Whereas in LLU, I learned there's percentages of macronutrients that really help you actually lose the weight, and if you follow those to, almost to the letter, you're, it's amazing what you can accomplish and moving more means resistance training um building more muscle and becoming stronger it's not just go take a walk i mean there's so much more to it than that that we're not taught and i didn't know until i took the class so i think that's what i mean by giving up this idea that i knew how to do it and then that's that's not even the efl stool which honestly that is the biggest thing for me you don't get to be that size um, without having some emotional things that you need to deal with. And they definitely don't teach you that and eat less and move more. Absolutely. And, and by EFL that Rachel mentioned, she's talking about what we call an emotionally fit lifestyle. There are three legs of the stool, a nutritionally fit lifestyle, an actively fit lifestyle, and an emotionally fit lifestyle. And we do spend a lot of time uh, in my courses on the emotional component because 
I totally agree with you, Rachel, and in that you don't get to 222 pounds um, because you were a little hungry. Yeah. No, there's you know, something else going on there. There's yeah, there there is, and it's it's common, and um, and and ours is one of the few programs that addresses those really really uh, significant issues and and common and things that are common to so many people. Um, and so that you know, when you do figure out, I always say with the emotional fitness component, once you learn that, it helps because once you, as you said so well, once you actually know what real food is, once you actually know what to eat and how much and in what ratios and all that kind of stuff, and then once you know how to move and what moving more actually means, it's the emotional fitness component that's going to help you stay true to that nutritional and active component. So absolutely. Um, you said it. You just said it so well. So, so let's 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 talk about the good news. So, what do you weigh today? What size are you in now? I am wearing a size four, which wow. I cannot believe. Still, even when I go shopping now, I pull off bigger sizes. I'm like, oh no, nope, that that's too big. Um, I'm in the 150s. It's um, let's see. I'm smaller than I've ever been as an adult. Yeah. yeah, you're back to you're back to high school. I am. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I? Yeah, I think I am. I don't remember exactly what size I wore in high school, but it had to be in, around this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What as you've gone through this? You know, we're, I'm talking to you in July. It's been about a year, and um, and so you went from about as we said about 204 mm-hmm. to you know. Uh, 150. How long did it take you to get, you know, the the majority of the weight off? Because you started Lifestyle 180 in July of 2013. So, what happened there? And then you went on to the next course, Lifestyle 218, and you lost more there. And what happened there? Um, let's see. I finished out 218 at my lifetime goal, my then lifetime goal weight of 155. You mean so, 180? No one. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. 180. Lifestyle 180. Okay. I finished it finished. 155 pounds. Okay. Um, so, and that was my, I guess that was my second lifetime goal. Like, originally I had thought, if I can get to 165, that'll be amazing. And then as I started going down, I'm like, why would I stop there? That's like barely into my healthy BMI range. Let's go lower. So then I changed it to 155, and I got that, um, uh, before Thanksgiving, right before, like the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, I remember that day, um, and then maintained, dropped a little bit between the holidays, um, maybe a pound or two, and I don't, so I must have started, I think I started 218 at around 150, and then I finished 218 at just under 143. Okay, got it, well, a couple of things stand out to me and just in that it's you know other people might blow past it or they might have caught it like I did where so you know the Tuesday before Thanksgiving you hit your you know your second you know adjustment on your lifetime goal at 155 mm-hmm. but then you went through the holidays and lost a pound or two <laughs> i mean most people go through the holidays and gain 10 pounds <laughs> um so i mean that's that's awesome and then so you went from there and then got to as low as 143 and and now you're hanging in the low 150s, and um, and you're in a size four. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So now that you're where you are, 
and you've been living this a while because you've been, you know, 155 or less since basically November of 2013. So you've, you're right. going on, you know, seven, eight months now. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being the case, there are probably some a number of, you know, positive aspects to it. But what stands out to you the best as the best part about being where you are now compared to where you were? And then, you know, it did take, you know, concerted effort and, and dedication and commitment on your part. Has it been worth it? Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Has it been worth it? That's like the understatement of the year. Um, it has been amazing, and there's so many great things. Um, for one, my blood pressure is much better. It's 110 over 60 now, the last time I went in, which is pretty awesome. Um, uh, some of the other stuff, honestly, is not in how I look, although that's fabulous. It's in how I feel. Um I just I I have a confidence that I didn't have before. I people even that's some of the things that people have remarked. Like you just stand differently. Like you take up more space. You don't like I don't feel like I'm apologizing for being who I am, which is I think how I felt before. Um, I am starting to uh, we grow the business, which I wouldn't have done before. That was scary. Um, uh, just this week, I took my son to, um, it's a place called the city museum where they have all of these climbing structures that you just meander everywhere and all these tight little spaces and you're up in the air and all these crazy things. And I went through it with him. I couldn't have fit before there, there was no way. Um, so I got to do those things with him and actually be a part of it, not stand down below watching. I got to act and be there, which is really what it's all about. You know, if you're going to be a mom, I'm getting to do the things with them, not just watch them do it. And that is so rewarding. So amazing. Oh, what else? Um, so I've run more races. In May, I celebrated two years of not smoking by running two half marathons, the first of wow. which I got to run with my dad, which was phenomenal. He has been a um, lifelong marathon runner uh, my whole, my entire life. Um, we would ride our bikes when I was a kid while he would do his long runs when we were up there in the summer. Like, he was the type of person that ran New York to qualify for Boston, and, you know, like, he's finished a marathon in under three hours. So I was, you know, kind of high standards. You bet. Um, But I got to run with him, and that was really incredible. Really incredible. That's that's awesome. Yeah. All all of it, the the mom part, running with your dad. And I just got to ask you, this is going to be a silly question, but... (laughs) Compared to that first half you did oh in God. September, did your time improve a little bit? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I knocked, um, let's see. So I ran on May 3rd. I knocked 45 minutes off my time. Um, Dad was actually having some injuries, and um, we're around mile marker 9, which is always tough. Anyone that's run 13, 9 is a big one. Um, mm-hmm. he got blisters around mile six and 
he wasn't saying anything. And I just noticed that after water stations, it was taking him a little bit longer to catch up to me because he would stop and get water. And I was doing the moronic thing of running and spilling it all over myself as mm-hmm. he try and drink. But uh, so I noticed that and he was kind of then I looked and he was kind of limping and he's like, oh, I've just got a blister. And, you know, he, he just kept going and then he would kind of slow down a little and after a while I I would notice and I would stop and slow down with him because you know we're running together and finally about mile marker nine he was like just go you know you can finish you you want to finish at a certain time oh yeah that's what jogged my memory he when I said something I'm like are you okay um I feel like we've really like I'm really slowing down here because I'm watching my watch and I had a goal of we were going to finish and you know my dad's pretty goal oriented too and he said to me it doesn't matter how long it takes us it's just that we finish and as soon as he said that I'm like something is wrong that is not him and that's when I Mm -hmm. noticed he was limping so he uh, around nine he's like just keep going don't worry about it I'll I'll be there and I turned to him and I said dad oh my god the only thing that has gotten me through these long training runs is the idea of us crossing that finish line together. There is no way I'm going ahead. If we have to walk, I will walk. It doesn't matter. And he didn't oh. say anything after that. I think he realized, oh, okay. Yeah. And we finished together, and it was great, and it was still a phenomenal time. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. What a what a great experience, and how cool it was that you you decided to go ahead and hang back and, Absolutely. and uh, focus on the, the real the most important yes, part of that. Yeah, the most race. important thing. And then when I got home, I was like, you know what? I wonder if I could run faster. So I'm going to sign up for another one. <laughs> and that's how I ended up doing two in May. And I ran the um, the second one was a hilly, torturous course. But I ran the entire thing, and I finished in under 10-minute miles and was absolutely thrilled. Oh, that's that's awesome. So that, uh, that's just so cool. Are you planning on running another one? Yeah, actually, I just signed up yesterday for another one. I kind of <laughs> need goals, apparently. I do best when I have something to work for. I was telling yeah. my husband yesterday that when I'm in a training thing, it's really easy because you just know, okay, on Tuesday I run four miles. On Sunday I'm going to run 12, and there's no, oh, I don't really feel like it. <laughs> you just do it, and that's all there is to it. So I do best when I have something to work towards. Well, and it and it falls in line so much with what I recommend for for any you know uh, weight loss student in that if you can, if there's any way possible, turn the movement part into something that's greater than just weight loss. Yes. You know, turn it into a goal. Turn it into an event. Turn it into a a 5K walk. Yep. Turn, you know, for charity. Turn it into anything that creates the movement for a purpose, you know, other than weight loss. Absolutely. Because um, you'll sustain think, it if that's the yeah. case. It's, uh, there's, there's even more meaning to it. There's uh-huh. even more purpose to it. And it, and it can kind of help turn it from this arduous chore into more of an athletic endeavor. Yes. Even if the athletic endeavor truly is just a walk. You know, I mean, it's still, you're still doing it for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And you're and, doing uh, it for, like... It's whatever's on your scale of doing. Like, there's plenty of people, I'm sure, that have no desire to run 13 miles and think I'm crazy. Right. 
but you know, there's other people like my dad that run 26 and I think they're crazy. You know, everybody has their own thing that gets them in that headspace that is good for them. And you just have to find what that is for you. Absolutely. And there are just so many things these days. There are, there are cycling things. There are, um, you know, we had a, we had a student cycle across America. Yeah. You know, there are, there's that you talk about crazy in a good way. Right, right. Um, either the mud runs. There's I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many things that didn't I, I shouldn't say didn't exist, but they're just they're I think they're more available now. So I just think it's awesome that you continue to be goal oriented and continue to keep something out in front of you. Um so all right. So prior to, you know, signing up that first time for Lifestyle one eighty, did you ha- did you have any doubts or reservations before you joined and <sighs> Regardless, what finally made you decide to click that submit button and start? Oh, did I have any doubts? I was all of the doubts because when you go your entire adult life back and forth, of course your thought is, "Oh my god, I I don't I don't think I can do this. Clearly I haven't been able to, so why would I think I could this time?" Um I had reservations about the spending the money to do it. You know, we're a one-income family, so mm-hmm. uh, that was that was kind of a big commitment. And I certainly didn't want to spend the money if I wasn't going to do it. And, oh, you know, I think what made me sign up is, one, I had started the 101 because that was free. And I'm like, okay, I can – there's no financial commitment. I can try this. And um, I started losing weight right away following the 101. And I recognized pretty quickly that the whole system was set up. It almost felt like exactly for me, but I I think, like, everyone kind of works this way where I'm kind of a gold star type person and and I have checklists and I like to get things done. So it was really great to, okay, you do these things, these exact things, and check them off and there you go, you're done for the day, and you do these again tomorrow, and you just start building on it, and the way that was set up was just perfect for me. So, and I think the final thing that made me sign up is I really didn't think I was actually going to get into the class. Like, I assumed it was going to fill up, and so I wasn't mm-hmm. going to be out anything. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Like, like you, you I'll just, just sign up, it. but I'm not, you know, it's going to be full, so... Mm-hmm. What difference does it make? And then when it wasn't, I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is for real. Am I for real? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, why not? Why not go all in? It can't hurt. I mean, that's what I finally decided. Like, it can't – I'm like one step from awfulness. So it can't get Mm -hmm. much worse. It can only get yeah. better. Right, right. Yeah, you were maybe, you know, at least in some way, shape, or form at at your rock bottom. Yes, I really was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had been trying uh, for on my own for so long. I mean, even before 2012, I I had been trying, and I just kept going back and forth with the same five, ten pounds, and it was just miserable. And I was keeping track of what I ate, and I was exercising, and but it wasn't accurate. 
Mm-hmm. And like you said, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You were keeping track, but keeping track of what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I realize now, now that I um, actually have learned how to read labels and and all of those things, uh, it was the, the system that I was using was a, a wiki-based system that people could enter in their information however they wanted. And mm-hmm. I would just, okay, yeah, I had that granola bar or whatever it was. And the information that other people had entered in was not um, not real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, not accurate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was inaccurate. It was completely made up. And then you go back and you look at it, it was like, um, that granola bar could not have been 40 calories. <laughs> what was <Yeah>. I thinking? <laughs> we noticed that with some of the apps out there where you'll yeah. be like, I had a, I had a, you know, I had a restaurant meal and I've had, you know, had students that say, you know, I had X, Y, Z at whatever restaurant mm-hmm. and it, and it, and it's uh, 332 calories. Yeah. And I'm like 332 calories for that. And yeah. I look it up and then I actually do the real calculation. I'm like, do you realize that was 1,300 calories or whatever? Yeah, they just dropped that first digit, you know, that wasn't important. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out how I wasn't dropping weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's. It, a part of it, at least for a while, it's really good to know your numbers for yes. sure. Yes. Well, someone else is listening to this interview right now who also has serious d- doubts about whether this program is going to work for them and or whether they should take a chance on themselves again. You know, they it's very common for people to feel like they really have tried everything. Um, what advice would you give to the person who's wondering if they should invest in themselves again by beginning our next course? Oh my goodness! Yes, they absolutely, you absolutely should invest in yourself. Um, I, I know what it's like to be at that place where you don't feel like you matter or you're worth it. But man, you got to get past that. Um, wow, I'm getting a little choked up just thinking about the difference between myself now and a year ago. Oh, it. If I could do that for one person, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one uh, especially it's like one family. Like my whole my kids, I mean, they're so much better off. My husband is so much better off. It's not just me. Even if I think that's ultimately why I ended up doing it is because I couldn't at the time do it for myself. But I could for the people around me that loved me and cared about me. And that was enough to get me over the hump. And now I would do it. I, now I continue for myself because I see the effect that it has on my kids and my husband. Um, they're all, they all eat better now. They, um, we all go outside and, you know, we're outside kicking around the soccer ball together. Um, they read labels now. Um, just what I've taught them is pretty amazing. And, you know, as a as a mom, I see, like, my daughter, she's going to be 13 this year. Oh, God, that's scary. Um, and I kind of, I've started to see that she is t- takes on, you know, you take on some of the qualities of your parents, and I want her to take on the, the good, strong qualities that I have established and learned through LLU. And those things are so important. That's uh it's you know thank you for you know for giving that perspective and 
it is very emotional. It's, it's such a monumental change that you you know that that you've made, and um, you you've lost a lot more than weight. There's other other kinds of baggage you know that go with the weight, and um, and I'm so glad you know just to hear you know uh, what you know what you shared and, and your perspective on how uh, this transformation has has made the difference not only for yourself but for your family. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, the reality is the inside transformation is a thousand times bigger than what people see in the picture. And you can't, you can't explain that to somebody. They kind of have to do it themselves, I guess. So that should be why you click it. If you could fathom the idea that I feel a thousand times better than I look, holy cow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when they see your pictures, they're gonna they're gonna say wow. So if they can if they can imagine that you feel a thousand times better than the picture they see, that's gonna be a uh, that 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 should be a, a, a wow. And right. It's, you know, as we say, it's it's an inside out transformation. We try to uh, do our best to help our students grow the inside as we shrink the outside. And you're a you're a living uh, testament to that. And um, I just want to ask one more question. Where to from here? What's, what's, ne- what's next on the horizon, if anything? Well, I am signed up for 365, um, which is the next level of course, because I just I appreciate the accountability, and I have made some amazing relationships with the you and the coach, other other coaches and other students, and I just find that it's helpful to keep my focus on maintaining this and my job is to earn my PhD in weight management so if people don't know what that means that means maintain this for four years Um, which is just ultimately that's the goal is yeah you want to take it off but you you don't want it back (laughs) right right no one wants to lose it right no so Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at I'm gonna do 365 and I will continue to stay motivated and doing what works Um, I have the race signed up in October in the back of my head I am um, thinking about competing in a uh, physique contest possibly in the spring which would be crazy to me like crazy awesome (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) to go from where i was to the idea that i could do something like that is pretty phenomenal um so you know day at a time yeah absolutely well first of all i you know that you know we've had discussion about that you know physique competition and i absolutely believe that you can do it and if you want to do it i believe you should do it Mm -hmm. um and you know obviously it needs to be your decision you know entirely uh, without a bunch of pressure from the outside, but I I absolutely believe you can do it, and I think you're you're going to compete and do really well. One of the things that that's uh, just popped into my head in thinking about you competing is because uh, earlier you were talking about one of the one of the forms of move more is strength training. It's not the only thing we focus on, but we do put a focus on it because most people don't know anything about it. They don't do it, and all they do is park further away from the Walmart grocery store entrance and you know, and take the stairs instead of the elevator and all that kind of stuff. But we actually do focus on resistance training. And one of the reasons that I do think you're going to do well is because you're strong. <laughs> so what has happened to your strength you know, in the last year? And I know it's kind of an odd place to ask the question as we're wrapping this up, but um, you know, have you gotten stronger in oh, a yeah. measurable way? Definitely gotten stronger. It's pretty, pretty awesome. I, I, 
didn't realize how much I really like that part of exercising. It, I mean, not only are you stronger, but you just feel more powerful and more strong. I like being one of the few women in the gym that isn't afraid to use the free weights. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of fun. And yeah. I especially like when there's some of the um, smaller men that are, you know, looking at whatever I'm squatting or pressing and like, oh, are you kidding me? Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's fun. But I've had to work my way up to that. Sure. Um, I, I think that that is one of my um, – I think everybody has something that they're good at and they're possibly their body's built for. And I'm, I've am i always been kind of strong, so that just fed into one of my yeah. strengths to begin with, I guess. Well, I don't think – here's the other thing, too, that just you know came to me, is I don't think anyone's going to look at your picture and say, well, she – She's been working with them weights. She's really bulked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't look bulky at all. I think no. I don't think that people uh, realize that the the lifting the weights that isn't what makes um, bodybuilders look like bodybuilders. Um, certainly, that's part of it. Is you need to be strong, but uh, they have just decreased. I didn't realize this. I'm just now learning. They've just decreased their body fat so much that you can actually see the muscles. Yes. So, and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of effort, a lot of work and focus to get to that point. I mean, that isn't yeah. what's going to happen if you're just lifting weights for exercise. I mean, right. you're getting to a really elite body fat number to be able to look like a person competing in a physique contest. Sure, sure, absolutely. And it, and it really is the combination, of course, of of having a certain amount of muscle with the body fat gone. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, this has just been awesome. I, I know that the people listening are going to get so much out of this. Um, I just want to say uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to do this interview and share a part of your life with me and the listeners um, I, you've already influenced a lot of people in your circle, and with this interview uh, and your continuation, I know you're going to continue to um, influence others in very positive ways, and I just want to thank you for that. And I look forward to following you and your your runs and your potential uh, competition and, and your continued journey in, in Lifestyle 365, and thank you so much, Rachel. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. I really appreciate it. I'm- so glad that I stumbled upon LLU. It has just been a complete life changer for me. And it's so obvious that you and the other coaches really care so much about everyone that is a part of the program. It's it's really incredible. Thank you so much, and we will speak to you soon. All right. Thanks, Coach. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. This is David Greenwald of Leanness Lifestyle University. For more information on programs we offer, visit LeannessLifestyle.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-S-S Lifestyle.com. I look forward to working with you personally and through the wonder of an inside-out transformation, helping you to not only turn your body, but your life around.